Sairam and welcome to Fleeting Moments, Lasting Memories, a series of conversations with former students of Bhagwan's educational institutions. We now bring you the second part of the conversation with Mr. Vijay Simha. In conversation with him is Radio Sai's Bishu Prasti. Also tell me, you know, um, when you look at uh, working in the corporate sphere, and nowadays uh, when you tell the youngsters that you know you've got to walk on the path of truth, you have to walk on the path of righteousness. I mean, in fact, that is the motto of uh, our institute, Satyam Vade Dharmam Chara. I mean, we all understand it. We all idealistically feel that yes, that is what how that is how the world should be. But uh, often you would think um, that. some of the youngsters don't take it so seriously they feel that you know when you are actually growing uh, perhaps you will have to compromise you can't be so idealistic you can't be a mahatma gandhi you know then you will probably not get there um, as far as climbing the corporate ladder is concerned here and there you got to make some compromises what are your views on this so um i do think that uh definitely i think one um, i mean i can only talk of my experiences um so i do think that uh, at least you know my decision has been to uh, never compromise on my ethics um so i think um actually luckily i'm in this field of uh, data and analytics where um we you know i keep joking with uh, you know my uh, colleagues at work um, and other colleagues in the past works too is that the goal of analytics is to seek the truth oh, so wow. in in in, <laughs> in in a spiritual sense too you know we are all seeking the truth yes um but i think the truth is there's no one truth yeah. uh, so we keep joking in the data uh, in the data science or the analytics area that you know truth can only be triangulated right mm. um because you know definitely you know one algorithm will work or other algorithm is better than that somebody will come with third algorithm but in the end right if there is truth i think all of these will triangulate around it mm-hmm. um so i can give an example for example uh, one of the companies i've joined um in us uh, a very good company i think uh, but then you know what you what one is to understand also is that in big companies too right they like you know thousands of tens of thousands of people and um, more than the mission or the stated mission and the values of the company right a lot of values and culture um the lot of subcultures there a lot of microcultures within the companies based on the team that you're involved in based on the you know uh, group that you're involved in and it so happened that in this company that i was working for i joined and uh, i was supposed to write a report on uh, performance of a certain uh, marketing initiative and um this report the data was showing that uh, the numbers were showing that it was not as expected it was a little bit lower than what they were expected so i think um, one of the messages i got from an, a colleague uh, is that hey hey this is um, now this is normal uh, these things don't perform marketing uh, always doesn't perform as expected so one has to be a little bit liberal in how you showcase it uh, to the outside the group because what happens in uh, data and analytics area is once you write a report right uh, the business side right the business users don't get into the details of how the numbers were produced they just trust the numbers yes right so i feel that it is our you know like duty to you know report the truth right so then i said um, 
uh, i don't know how to make it better all i know is report what it is right uh, then there was uh, then they said hey you can re- you know uh, you know relax your thresholds a little bit and all the corporate jumbo mumbo to say that hey you know um, you know make it look good i said i don't know how to make it look good like i can say what it is and then it is for somebody to decide if it's good or bad like that that's not that's not a call that i'm going to take right um and then this went on for a week and then i felt like hey you know if this is what is expected then i'll probably quit the company right because my belief is that you should never you know um professionally right or even personally we should not work in environments that is not aligned with our internal compass right and our internal compass is being integrity showing integrity at least you know in this uh, you know in this uh, sphere of life so um so i went to the you know head of the whole department and i said hey please let me know what is your expectation because i sense you know um certain subjectivity in the way these things are being interpreted because you can't call somebody you know it's not as black and white as truth and lies right or you know yeah. adharma or i mean those it, it's very you know gray area right so um i said you know i know this way to work and this is the only way i know to work if there's any ex- different expectation from you you know you let me know now because i'll not waste your time and i'll not waste my time right yeah. so then uh, you know he said you know Vijay thank you and this was my second week of work right so mm-hmm. new company uh, i don't have any network or backing there i'm you know i could have been totally misrepresented and uh, you know um, out of a sideline or whatever but you know this man uh, this leader he said no thank you for the courage thank you for you know standing up to this and then uh, reporting this um, then he wrote a note to the whole department uh, mm-hmm. without mentioning my name because he wanted uh, to protect uh, privacy and all that uh, intellectual honesty is the only thing that stops us from being like uh, you know uh, quacks and you know like you know we have all grown up in you know we all have great degrees from you know esteemed colleges and you know background from other companies intellectual honesty is the only thing that stops us from you know being true to our company being true to our shareholders and the other examples of he gave a few examples of companies that went down um, because of you know a lot of uh, uh, misreporting and all that so um, but i think you know um i think it is that courage of you know yes. conviction uh, that you know you have to stand true to your own values that you've learned you know in your in education uh, with swami for example and uh, stand staying true to them true to them for me at that point in time was far more important because i was on a visa in a different country if i didn't have the job then you know finding a job would be certainly you know difficult and would be an unpleasant thing too because you know you gain your move a city and all that probably and then find a job and take a break for a few months and all that but i think it is that uh, conviction that hey you know i can't i can't have a easy good night sleep doing the things that i was asked to do right even if it meant like little bit of uh, so it's not it's not as i said it's not a blatant lie yeah. but it is about bending of the truth but yes. um we can't do that we can't do that we should not do that wow that's that that's fantastic i mean that courage uh, um to walk on that path uh, is something uh, that comes from a very solid foundation within isn't it yeah it is it is it, it is it is the faith that you know you do this right and then uh, you know um, 
that um whatever the righteousness itself will save you i think it is that it is it is faith in swami's words that you know do the right thing um it is faith in the institution that brought us up uh, with the injunction as you said about satyam vada dharmam chara right i think we should be the flag bearers of that um, that injunction hmm wow so go- going back to uh, your days in the prashantinam campus you know after your three days in bsc in brindavan you moved to prashanti two years so a- any moments from uh, doing your uh, post graduation in prashantinam um so again you know uh, we were the batch of 97 99 um um a lot of um, my classmates my brothers uh, were actually from outside like a lot of engineers came um some of them uh, are here i think you know uh, the warden uh, the book trust i think some of them are still working here in the hospitals so a very blessed year because swami again gave a lot of chances to entire class um we got like lot of friends seating and all that I remember one birthday actually um the entire uh, Purnachandra auditorium was converted to like a Mount Kailash kind of a scenery mm-hmm. and there was a big dance drama being uh, done i think there was this uh, you know uh, acclaimed dancer from hyderabad or from madhya pradesh uh, who was dancing as shiva mm-hmm. and uh, swami called us inside pc that day and he said um um chudandi shivudu kuda swami degaru chi dance chestunadu Oh. <laughs> so I know we pray to Swami as the avatar of Shiva but I think uh, Idi Kailasham the background was all uh, white mountains and uh, in cotton or whatever they put white paint as Kailash and uh, so I think some of these statements so right very, even Shiva is coming and dancing Shiva in Shiva because he came and took bath namaskar from yeah, Swami before the night bath namaskar so mm-hmm. like I think some of these are very majestic statements right which yes. Swami says in a very casual yes. way yes. but I think uh, when introspected I think um, convey much more deeper meaning right um, so that was one I think um, I was in the escort uh, escort team I think when Swami would come from Brindavan and all we would go all the way up till the edges of the you know village and then uh, you know escort Swami back uh, to uh, escort Swami back to the ashram right yes. so um, I think one of those incidents actually uh, we escorted back sat in front of the lions where I think the round uh, where the uh, Sanidhi is there now and Swami looked at me very deeply and um, I didn't know why um and he kept looking and i didn't know what to do i was just looking you know staring back at swami and uh, next day i got a call from uh, my mom that uh, my dad had met an accident oh my god um so he um he um i think um he was learning driving and he was driving his uh, you know his new uh, new driver and i think something happened and um, he just rammed the car into the tree nearby mm-hmm. and uh, he had to had a uh, lot of stitches on his head and lot of profuse bleeding and all oh that so um i think you know so my relationship with swami was not so much of the you know uh, you know we talking and you know asking and all that but more about i think he taking care of uh, me and my family that way um so i definitely knew that because this this the length of the stare was much more than normal right like he would glance and move on yes. but in this situation he got up from down from the car the escort boys would stay next to the car and uh, you know some would take aarti and you know go for a lunch after coming back from bindavan and uh, he just came kept looking at me looking at me looking at me and i didn't know what to do like 
uh, what would i say right so man he was not talking he was not asking he was not asking how are you how is your dad nothing none, none of that it was all like non uh, non verbal um, so i think there is some experiences i remember i think uh, definitely i think cherish a moments uh, with all the teachers great teachers we had here uh, i think very dedicated i think uh, um i remember bhagya sir saying that uh, you know being an mba teacher he would never read a newspaper uh, <laughs> to keep up with the current affairs because the pertinent news that he had to share or discuss with the student would come to him somehow yeah. either a walker by would you know yeah. same some this so i think a lot of these uh, great uh, sudhir baskar sir uh, yes. you know kumar baskar sir uh, i think radha swami sir i think a lot of uh, esteemed professors i think uh, just to be in their classes I, i view that as kind of a blessing i think swami definitely is the ultimate blessing but i think even you know um, his uh kept as teachers right the caliber of these individuals in their own professional way you know for even if you kind of keep the spiritual part aside itself is great and i think uh, learned so many lessons even at the hostel like you know with shiv shankar sai sir renju sir you know rangarajan sir all these sirs who were uh, you know very dedicated very uh, very humble at the same time very uh, very accomplished uh, but you know are serving swami at his feet i think uh, um, have great memories of all that wow so how was it uh, when when you had to actually leave the institute after your mba so it so happened that um, when i was about to uh, leave the institute um, i was kind of again you know like uh, like every student i think goes through it as a dilemma of you know what to do next uh, some of my uh, batchmates uh, were actually you know waiting um and became waiting boys for a while mm. um waiting uh, for swami's instructions waiting for swami's instructions to do next and all that and some of them wanted uh, to stay back with swami and then uh, um and then um um i uh, i it just so happened that you know i came back from my hometown one day and then um, like swami happened just a coincide coincidence right so uh, swami called all the waiting uh, at second mba boys for in uh, three interview and lot of my batchmates were there and uh, swami was uh, asking each of them what would you do next what do you want to do i think uh, you know i think some boys said swami we want to serve at your feet um, which is the most noble thing to do uh, but i by then you know because uh, i went home and had some you know uh, you know had some understanding of what i want to do and discussion with my family and all that i told swami that uh, swami um, i want to work um so swami uh, swami agreed swami nodded and said yeah uh, no job chai you you go out and get a job and then he went on to the other boys one or two boys and again came back to me and said yeah no job chai second time too so i don't know the importance of that i think uh, i'm yet to figure the the second uh, you know time back um, um it may be that you know i've had a couple of uh, you know lot more job changes than an average person so maybe that i don't know <laughs> or maybe that something else is in uh, offing i don't know that yet uh, but i think uh, i definitely uh, you know um had the grace of uh, swami's blessing uh, and the clarity that uh, hey you know i want you to do uh, do this or it's more like if you want to do this i bless you so meaning mm-hmm. you can interpret it either ways but i think it's more about that mm-hmm. wow so with with that clarity with that blessings you stepped out and and how was the journey in the initial years was it very challenging in the um, first few years uh, in the corporate life uh it uh, 
it was actually so um what happened was um, so i went to the states um because that was kind of the theme of the you know um uh, years in uh, those days that uh, it it kind of uh, lured uh, me as well mm. um to kind of go to the united states and then um to kind of work there i felt that an education would be better or a easier route to kind of secure a job so i um i went and did uh, my mba from university of california um and uh, i was very glad i think you know um i think uh, even before i joined college I actually went and uh, you know actually seeked out the sai center and you know made some friends with the sai young adults uh, very good friends i think they remain friends to this date actually very helpful very gracious very nice people uh, very selfless too so uh, they um, they kind of became my anchor uh participate in many seva activities um in the us too but for, i think to answer your question um so what so happened in because i graduated in 2002 which is the middle of the previous uh, recession that us had um uh, there was a lot uh, challenging to find a job so it uh, it almost took me like i graduated in like uh, let's say june um almost for 6 months i didn't have a job mm-hmm. and then there is always this pressure of you know because uh, us education is not so cheap right so um, you know my dad helped me to kind of secure a loan uh, and uh, obviously he was the guarantor of the loan so there was always this pressure of you know i have to start repaying the loan at some point and if i don't get a job i have to return back to india and uh, repaying a us education loan with a job in india is not that easy right because uh, yes. you know it was a big loan so um, i was kind of desperate to kind of find a job uh, but i think uh, the market just was not um, not favorable at all and um then you kind of you know um you keep applying day after day day after day talk to many people none of the leads materialize none of the no no not many people respond back to you um with your job application so it was kind of a very uh, stressful and challenging situation um um i think the only two anchors uh, you know at that time were family and then uh, you know friends sai friends and then uh, you know obviously somi of course but i think uh, when uh, a challenging situation stretches out longer right when you you feel that your prayers are not answered then um, you actually start i think i um, i actually started questioning uh, my own faith and uh, my own um, you know my own faith in swami because uh, you know um you feel that you're mentally asking a lot uh, and you have that intensity but if the results don't uh, materialize then i think uh, you know a doubt kind of appears in your mind and um, it's very easy to then blame uh, um, blame the god right blame your god saying that hey you you're not helping me uh i think the sanity of the message of swami saying you know is it the bhakti or the bhakta who is at fault right uh, that doesn't come to you in that moment you just mm-hmm. say that it's much easy to you know shift the blame and mentally be comfortable that hey you're not you, you didn't help me you're not helping me you know uh and then um, 
life was also getting little uh, challenging because then i became very irritable little bit because you know nothing was working out but then uh, one of the sai brothers uh, reminded me of when i asked him this question hey i'm going through the situation what to do right so he reminded me of this favorite uh, or famous uh, kirtan of anamaya which says that even in the most uh, felt hardship um, god's name is the only records like mm-hmm. as a devotee you should not like there is no other record right so it is not our own talent it is not uh, our own um, you know one should believe that it's not our own talent or our own strength that carries that carries carried it so far so it is just like uh, go back to your roots and then um, you know keep on uh, you know there's no other you know you don't know when this phase will end but you have to get through this phase and the only anchor or the recourse or the only rope you have at that point is uh, to you know tether to is uh, you know god's name right mm. so it's a great uh, is a great reminder for me i'm very grateful to having such uh, great sai friends and uh, you know my swami's grace i think i found a job after 6 months i was about to actually come back to india i almost found a job in india i was about to return to india because my dad also said oh, you're wasting your life there you know why come back to india we'll figure out the loan part later don't worry too much but then i found a, i found a job and then uh, very sai coincidentally my starting date was november 22nd wow. so i knew that it was swami's blessing because that was a convocation day usually right? yes. or every year right and it yes. was uh, you know the eve of swami his birthday right. so i definitely knew that it was swami's blessing and um i think to this date i think uh, um you know i carry that faith that you know wherever you go wherever all of us go right i think he is there um he's there with us wow and i think the time you realize isn't it all this tests uh, which swami puts us through i mean uh, it's not that swami puts us through it is, it is what we go through uh and these are tests of our faith and they once you stick on they become testimonies of his love isn't it after that you have experienced his love in so many ways isn't it yeah i think uh, i think i do i do remember swami saying i think you used this word before right experiments i think swami did say that uh, don't anchor your faith on other people's experiences you know um, experiment with me and create those experiences for yourself so that they become anchors of your faith so i do agree with that hmm wow Uh, Vijay, you are someone who has worked in so many reputed companies and uh, have have had now a very good experience in terms of uh, what it is to work in the corporate sphere. If you were to address all these students of Bhagwan's university or aspiring youngsters who want uh, great careers, uh, which are anchored to Swami's values, what? would be your advice to them how do how should they uh, prepare themselves for such a life i think um, it's not um Uh, first of all i should caveat the whole thing saying my thing my classmate uh, brother brc gave a great speech other day or maybe a few years ago where he started the whole discourse his talk by saying mukam karoti vachalam pangum langaithe giram i think uh, i think what i have done so far uh, you know not just for the sake of saying it but 
you know it's you know what have uh, the experiences i've had um you know both professional way are all blessings of swami there's no doubt about it i would never imagine that i could work at google one of the most uh, desirable companies to work for um or even for that matter amazon um which is a very you know um great place to work at um but i think um you know all these happened because swami's grace there's no doubt about it um so one thing i've realized right so uh, um for people who are you know who want to make a career who who have professional success as their goal i think it's a very right goal i think one should one should definitely aspire for that um in fact whatever field you choose right whether you're a doctor or engineer or a you know manager or a you know healthcare specialist or whatever right i think uh, one should aspire to be the best in that right um i think uh, for me um i think um this is what i keep telling myself uh you know uh, my family is that passion um having passion is uh, is the most important thing uh, everything else will fall in place and whether it is passion for god or passion for job right it is the same actually because if you believe that work is worship i think uh you know then there's no separation whether you do um, you know bhajan uh for 30 minutes or you spend uh, 30 minutes um, you know thinking about a problem at work i think only thing is yeah i think definitely there is uh, a reward associated with work um, a very uh, you know a compensation or you know worldly reward but i think uh, there is uh, you know um, but i think you know separating ourselves much tough i know it's not not easy but uh, but i think um like my mantra has been that you know be very passionate about what you do and give it all wow i mean whatever you do be it a bhajan or be it some a chore at home or be it the work in the office yeah. be passionate about yeah. whatever you do when you're cleaning vessels make sure that the vessel is the cleanest like <laughs> when you are you know uh, you know polishing your shoes make sure that there's no speck of it like wow. i think swami calls it um, yes. perfection right perfection. so yes. it is passion and perfection right strive for perfection yes. i think you know perfection is a very dicey word because you know sometimes you, you can also fall for quest for it and not uh, balance your life but yes. i think uh, passion and perfection with some balance is i think the best wow fantastic ultimately i think one beautiful takeaway that you said you know is just once your passion i mean uh, in whatever you do that becomes your devotion actually yeah I mean, ultimately, our whole life is, is is a saga of devotion because the whole life is a journey of going back to Him, and uh, but with what intensity we do, I think that is what differentiates one person from the other, isn't it? Yeah. So, for example, um, you know, at work, as I told you, right? I I kind of do try to do uh, other um, like over deliver, right? I think. Yes. Uh, um i think that's a word i i use but i think it is very important because uh i think you i think you want to definitely leave a mark right you want to leave a mark that hey you know like this person is different this person can relate to us at a very human level this person can empathize with us this person you know has the energy to do you know 10 other things 10 you know not just the one thing that we ask him to do 10 other yes. things this person can uh, be an all rounder 
right mm. this person uh, can also do good work but also do many other things right i think for me i think that's been the i think at least in the recent years that's been the mantra since i've come back to from wow. uh, from us so and in fact you know as you narrate this i can only think about your days in the hostel because that's what we are doing when even as you are good in your academics you are always trying to do different things and that has sort of only now got on to um a different sort of platform yeah so i have a small team so i think for me you know i the way i view view them is a little bit extension of my team i think or my family actually um and then you know i keep telling uh, you know my spouse as well that uh, their uh, their betterment um is equally important to me there you know to make them shine as uh, young professionals uh, to be able to kind of uh, create opportunities for them uh, enable their growth um, so i think it is uh, it 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 is about you know uh, i think one of my colleagues recently summarized like i think the famous question right people ask is hey what do you want what's your what's your goal in life right mm-hmm. um and obviously i can't say in a professional setting that my goal in life is uh, you know um you know you know maybe you know with swami or something but i think uh, um i would say that uh, you know growth uh, helping others grow helping uh, helping the company grow helping people at mm-hmm. your work grow and find themselves right because lot of a uh, lot of our teams that uh, people who join as a fresh college graduates mm. they're also looking for direction they're looking for uh, mentorship they're looking for you know what should i do in this situation so um, when people seek you out right when you know unasked uh, un unrequested there's no formal arrangement that people should seek you out but when people seek you out you know that you're creating value mm. wow when when people think that you know Uh, I need some help, and when they think of you, that makes you happy, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. Wow, I think that is a, a very, very fulfilling uh, uh, moment uh, for someone like you. And I think that there's the same with so many size students also. I mean, you you feel so happy when you're of some use to society, and that's what Swami always wanted. And in fact, the other thing that comes to me as you're mentioning all this is how Bhagwan used to reiterate um, in his discourses to management students time and again. He used to say that you know, men are more important than all the wealth of the world that's what swami used to say and i think this is something that you are doing in your life yeah we are actually um, one of my uh, i think there's a quote at work we uh, we says that you know an a player right in the team is more valuable than a million dollar client hmm right because i think um, you know uh, people who kind of uh, contribute to work people who um, kind of relate and you know perform well uh, achieve at work or f- because you know typically i think uh, you know companies do the myopic view of giving importance more importance to the you know revenue generating clients rather than employees but i think a new kind of theme is emerging where i think uh, companies are getting more employer centric um, mm. employee friendly because uh, i think um, i think they believe that that is the only sustained competitive advantage Wow. Uh, to be able to nurture your talent to be able to uh, grow your talent to be able to make the culture receptive and as i i think i used a word called talent magnet right mm. because good talent in the industry is very scarce scarce mm. today mm. yeah wow i think that is that that is fantastic i mean this is what swami was saying when in fact now when you read some of the discourses that swami had given in the 1986 and 87 in those early years they they, they seem so prophetic <laughs> <laughs> Swami's talk on management by walking around. Swami also 
uh, I, I remember you used to stress so much on humility and uh, in fact i remember reading some time back uh, this article uh, which analyzed uh, the qualities which has made uh, the top leaders of today what they are i mean some of the best leaders of today i mean the leader of microsoft the leader of oracle and you know, some of and many of them are indians actually in these times and when they analyzed all this leadership they found that uh, one trait which took them to the top is humility the trait where they were in the earlier times you were very uh um, positive about someone being very aggressive they said you know the the way to go about is you know be aggressive but these are leaders who are not aggressive in that sense they are very positively aggressive in the sense that you know even though they are very forward looking but these are people whom every team member feels comfortable comfortable to work with and they find them very humble so they feel they are very approachable in fact and they say that and many of these leaders are have uh, are from indian origin and uh, it is partly because of the value system that is there in the indian blood i mean that is the indian culture and think when i was reading about all that you know uh, what came to me this is what swami was saying all the time isn't it in the management uh, classes um, i mean swami in fact came to the uh, on sundays and he spoke to the management students sure yeah we um we uh, we we kind of compiled all those um, mba discourses in the book called man management i was actually one of the original compilers of okay, uh, creation wow. of that book in the <laughs> hostel uh, but i think yeah, i do remember uh, i do remember some of those um, i um, i do agree i think you know uh, you know i think we used to call i think uh, it's kind of a 80s word now but uh, i think it's kind of on the back uh, back being in fashion the whole notion of being uh, emotionally aware uh, having a high emotional quotient mm. uh, rather than just having a high uh, intellectual quotient yes. right um, or iq as they call it um, is back uh, i think um, i think that is the only way i think uh, you know in the next or this century or you know next 50 years 100 years whatever um, is um, i know technology can change and all that but the only only sustaining uh, you know force uh, of nurturing great companies um, is this emotional quotient and uh, emotionally aware cultures yes wow i mean very work with the heart yeah <laughs> isn't it yeah wow fantastic lovely it's so uh, beautiful that uh, your son also is here the little one so uh, shriman so it's now your time to take the mic so please tell us uh, your father is so happy that uh, you are here you are spending one week in prashantinilam in the month of december as you await the new year so how has it been for you to be in prashanti the last few days tell I us like, the experience of prashanti uh, i like prashantinilam because we get to uh, go like to the samadhi near more near to god and one thing which i understood is when you run alone it's called race it's called a race and when you run with god it's called grace wow and <laughs> so i all i also like prashanti nilayam because nilayam because uh we can uh, stay there in the rooms and like every day two times we get to go and touch the samadhi of god so uh and also like their canteen which i like mm-hmm. 
एंड इट्स लाइक अ लिविंग एक्सपीरियंस हियर आफ्टर हियरिंग माई फादर स्पीच आई थिंक आई वॉन्ट टू गो टू द प्राइमरी स्कूल हो रियली You want to go and see the primary school, or you want to study in the primary school? I want to study the pri- in the primary school. Oh wow, <laughs> that's a very beautiful thing. That didn't occur to you before. No. But now you feel very strongly about it. Yeah. Wow, and this is this is perhaps Swami telling you because just the new year is just starting, and you got this new thought. It's a brand new idea. Maybe you should explore it. Now, uh, my mother's is that at Swami's will. we can come to prashanti nilayam nilayam uh, so when swami was alive he used to tell who will come to prashanti nilayam and who will not now i think he is still doing that now i understood why i uh, came to prashanti nilayam uh, to understand about more about god from my father's speech and get the flashback about my god i uh, dad thank you wow beautiful thank you very much So that is so that is something wonderful, Vijay. I mean, I I never expected. Did you expect your son to say all that? Uh, no, I uh, <laughs> we've uh, we've kind of considered the thought, but uh, yeah, we have to you know we have to talk, and it's a big decision, right? So, yeah. uh, but just that, uh, yeah, just even the possibility of it and yes. uh, opening the door for that thought itself is a uh, big uh, big change. Wow! So this. So, so Prashanti is a magic place, right? <laughs> you it don't is. know what is going to happen when once you come here. Yeah, we, uh, we, I think um, my kids, you know, uh, are um, kind of for Christmas they were feeling sad that uh, you know they were not in the house because they note they left a note for Santa to come, oh. but we were here, <laughs> so um, and we couldn't leave the milk outside because milk would get spoiled, so mm. we left it in a fridge uh, with a cookie. <laughs> and um i think we were wondering you know what gifts santa would bring this year <laughs> um so it looks like uh, you know uh, this whole week itself is a gift of uh, you know um again uh, experiencing swami experiencing um you know kind of taking my kids around to you know chaitanya jyoti museum or the planetarium or the stadium and um i think it was you know my way of connecting back to swami uh, and prashanti after many years wow fantastic and swami is doing it in the most beautiful manner in the most memorable manner yes fantastic thank you so much uh, vijay for coming to the studios uh, it was really a um, very beautiful experience uh, going through the journey of your life and the way swami has shaped you and perhaps with time you will be able to connect more dots yeah. uh, how bhagwan has uh, um being touching your life and being orchestrating your life i think with time we will see him and his uh, work uh, at play in our lives thank you so much for coming to the studio yeah thank you um i want to mention one last thing though i think um eternally grateful to my parents uh to my in-laws and uh, my family including my uh, spouse wife archana who uh, has been in recent years uh, anchor for my family spirituality um she's doing uh, balvikas uh, you know classes in bangalore on her own and then also uh, she's teaching uh, vedam to kids and all that um and she's using every opportunity that uh, swami has given us uh, 
to kind of um, you know relive and uh, you know um, spread the message of swami to young kids and all that um i think she's been the anchor of her family um as i got busy with my professional career i think to teach our own kids um and the kids of her you know uh, society and arbal vikas so i'm eternally grateful to all the people in my life uh, you know my sister who studied in anantapur uh, my in-laws my parents um, and you know uh, extended family as well who all into swami um mm. and sometimes i feel that uh, you know i'm i'm the pot um, you know even though i've a whole right uh, uh, i'm definitely not perfect i'm 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 still the stone that the sculpture is chiseling away uh, a lot of a lot of uh, you know a um, lot of growth a lot of uh, you know finer cuts to be made but still uh, i think it is the pot in the ecosystem that is uh, helping me sustain this so sai ram and thank you for the opportunity yeah wonderful in fact when i think about your life i mean um your parents were always devoted as you mentioned to lord venkateshwara and it, it it is the merits uh of their devotion that you know swami pulled you because swami always used to mention that whatever we are it is because of our parents and our ancestors and i mean i view it that way because sure. you know they are so devoted and the fruit of their uh satkarma is you having the proximity and now your children also taking to swami so seamlessly and swami blessing you with a lovely uh, partner i think all that uh, is again um, just sheer blessings of our parents and uh, uh, the way swami orchestrates our life uh, once we are hooked to him isn't it wonderful thank cool. you sir sai ram You just heard the second part of the conversation with Mr. Vijay Simha, an alumnus of the Sri Satya Sai Institute of Higher Learning. After working in the United States for more than 10 years, in 2013, Vijay returned to India and as on December 2018, when this conversation was recorded, he continued to work for Flipkart in Bengaluru. In conversation with him was Radio Sai's Bishu Prasti and this was yet another episode of our series Fleeting Moments Lasting Memories. Dear listener, you may send in your feedback as always to listener@radiosai.org. Thank you and sai ram.